It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. (laughs) I I didn't know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. (laughs) Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app, available at the App Store. We've got a great guest with us today, Robert Backey joins us here on our broadcast, and uh, we go to the telephones, Robert Backey with us today. How are you, sir? Well, I'm doing great. i, I got to tell you, to, to be on with the Jiggy Jaguar show, that's kind of laughing. If you remember the movie Wayne's World, when Wayne and Garth met Alice Cooper and they were screaming, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. <laughs> 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 so here, here we are. Nice, nice to speak to you. Now, uh, first of all, give us a little bit on your background and then we'll get into the topic here. Well, you know, it, it's really interesting. Um, uh we're on today because a year ago I, I wrote a book I never expected to write. Uh, it became a number one Amazon bestseller, and it's all about really following your childhood dreams. But the, the book is called Prayer at Full Throttle, and it's really about watching the impossible become real. And, and the thing I want to throw out to everybody, James, is that, that uh, you know, I, I grew up the skinniest kid in my school. I was bone thin. I was a klutz. I was picked last in gym class every single day in my life. Uh, had not an ounce of, of, of confidence whatsoever, and, and uh, you know the reality of it is, call it not politically correct, but just just for my own curiosity, I read the New Testament in college, and it just completely exploded my life. And and uh, you know today I've got a fairly long and healthy, prosperous resume, and uh, and then it what what really happened is I finally stepped into my childhood dream of auto racing about eight years ago, and. Um, the darndest things started happening around the car, and we wrote a book about some of it and about the importance of chasing your dreams. And and uh, I don't know, the fact it had prayer in the title got us all tangled up now with uh, pastors and presidential elections, and and uh, it's provided this platform for a scrawny little kid like me to have a chance to speak with you and all of your listeners. 
We've got Rubber Beggy with us today here on our broadcast, number one Amazon bestseller. And uh, you you have uh, been doing all sorts of different things. First of all, tell us a little bit about here why, why people should vote Donald Trump. Well, you know, the Trump thing came up over the whole evangelical Christian thing. And, and uh, uh, the fact of the matter is uh, the direction the country is going uh, if, when you compare it biblically, it, it's just flat out going to implode. And for me personally, uh, the biggest and most frightening aspect of, of all of it isn't necessarily moral issues, but financial issues. And, and uh, the uh, the national debt is raging like an out of control gas pump. If anybody's seen it, I mean, it's well up over 19 trillion now. And and uh, really, the only hope we're going to have of stopping that thing before it takes us all out is to get somebody in there who knows how to turn a profit. So, um, you know, I've stepped out as an ordained minister now and have uh, tried to get on the evangelicals to vote Trump. And the, the reason a lot, of, a lot of people in the ministry won't do that, this is really interesting for your listeners, I don't know if they know this, but the reason churches and pastors won't talk politics is that the government will pull away their nonprofit status. And if the government pulls away a nonprofit status, then none of the churchgoers can write off their giving, and so they'll find a new church, and the church will go broke. So, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, people don't, people don't really get that, that, that um, pastors are not allowed to talk politics, and, and it, it dates back to a letter from 1802 written by Thomas Jefferson, not to get really boring here, but you wrote a letter to the Danbury Baptist Association, and you referenced a wall of separation between church and state. And the intent of that letter was to stop the government from impeding on people's religious practices, and it was to stop the government from creating a federal religion that people were going to have to join. And then later on, um, uh, there was a Justice Hugo Black who spun a, spun a, a ruling around and said, ha, separation of church and state. Now pastors have to shut up about politics. And, and that, that was a 180 from the intent. And now, if a pastor says, you know... Biblically speaking, if you want to see America return to greatness, um, you know it has to get back to the biblical foundation, which most people don't know exists. And 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 but the the, the pastors can't say that, or they'll lose their nonprofit status. So um, for guys like me that run a for-profit ministry, which basically means I don't get any of the tax advantages, people who donate to this traveling ministry can't write it off, so it, it cripples us financially. But it also allows me the chance to talk to you today and, you know, talk to your listeners, and, and um, so I have a lot more freedom. We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast and uh, talking a little bit also about his book. And uh, how, how is the book doing as far as Amazon sales and, uh, and, and reviews? Well, you know, it, it's really been something. Um, again, the book is called Prayer at Full Throttle, and it's really about understanding that you were created to be something you know everybody has a reason for being here in fact most people will tell you i've got the stats that most people really understand that their life is supposed to be something a little bigger more spectacular than it is um and, and there's a reason they feel that way and, and they're they're dying really to be what they're created to be. so um that's what this book is all about i've spent my whole life proving that nothing is impossible and um, the book took off on a rocket ride. It's, it's been an Amazon bestseller, I think, for 24 straight months. It's been a, a number one ranked book twice. It's, it's, can you believe this? I mean, I'm just a scrawny guy that lives in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Okay, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm not a big author. I never planned on writing this. Now. 
but um, it's been on live TV in every region of the world. And uh, uh, we've deflected a lot of the Amazon sales to my website now, so we can sign, if you want a signed copy of a book that will change your life, you can go to, it's actually Robert Bakke, B-A-K-K-E. You can go to robertbakke, B-A-K-K-E.com, and we're selling paperbacks. But it's just, you know what, James? It has been an absolute rocket ride. And it encourages everybody to just stop listening to negativity and be the person you were created to be, and it'll set you free. Robert Bakke with us today here on our broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, our brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app, and 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Now, let, let's let, let, let's take a few topics here. First of all, um, school has started uh, for many people around the country. Um, let, let, let's talk about taking God out of school. What is the real issue with the usage of God in the Pledge of Allegiance? Well... You got you know I guess you got to say you know bless the liberals um, you know if you disagree with a tolerant liberal they call you dirty names and people don't like dirty names and so they'll cower to that kind of pressure I'm just not I'm not one that cowers to, to being called dirty names but the, you know they're pulling the pledge of allegiance out of school because it says under God but let me tell you the real damage from pulling God out of our schools and, and the fact of the matter is. Um, even if you don't look at it at a spiritual level, if you look at it just from a basic fundamental or basic approach to life, certain moral guidelines, certain structural guidelines, certain um, ambition guidelines, uh, guidelines, if you can get everybody working together, it's really interesting. In the Old Testament, it says that when people work together, when they're singing the same, when they're speaking the same language, when they're working together towards a common point, that nothing we can imagine, and this, this is to your listeners now, nothing that you could imagine, and I can imagine a lot, I don't know about you, but when we work together, nothing we can imagine is impossible to us. So when we, when we pull that unified structure away from our kids and start exposing them to, to all these different ways that they're supposed to be living or could be living or that we demand that they live, it fractures us apart, and we're no longer going in a unified direction. And what built America, and I really challenge people to do this, and keep in mind what I'm about to say, I'm not a big fan of organized religion, so, so don't, don't throw me into that pile. Um, um, but if you go to Washington, D.C., and you tour the nation's capital, there's Bible scriptures chiseled into the concrete, pounded into the stone, carved into the wood. There's Bible scriptures everywhere. And, and when you see that, it validates where the nation came from and the very principles that made it the biggest and most powerful nation in the world. And I guarantee you it has nothing to do with a religious leader pointing a finger at you and telling you that you're supposed to live in poverty. That, that's a bunch of, quite frankly, that's a bunch of crap ola. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, there's just certain things we need to get back into the hearts of our people. And, and quite frankly, James, one of them is thinking bigger. You know, uh, one of my favorite stories to tell your listeners is this. Next time there's a full moon, go out and stare into the sky, stare at the moon, and take a good hard look at that bad boy, and remember, there's only one country's flag up there. It's the flag of the United States of America, and it's hard to imagine until you do this. But when you look at the moon, you got to understand that the people that went up there, and they stood on it, and they rammed a flag into the crust of the moon, and the same people who flew back to Earth and landed safely, 
they're no different than you are. They're no different than you, James. They're no different than me. They're no different than the person who's listening right now. Um, but that was a generation of people who believed they could make the impossible real. And, and they did it. We've really lost that. And we've got to get that back into our kids. We've got uh, Robert Bakey with us today here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app. The topic of this segment, Taking God Out of School. Um, Why are we becoming a society afraid of mentioning God in public places? I'm sorry, I kind of broke up. Say that again. Why are we becoming a society afraid of mentioning God in public places? Oh my gosh, we just don't like we just don't like the bad names we get called. And here here's a piece of strength for everybody. In 2010, Gallup did a survey about the percentage of people in America that believe in God. It was if you can get this, 92% of Americans when they're home alone behind a closed door, 92% believe in God. I mean, they might call him a higher power, but they know there's something out there making it tick. And yet when you mention God and then someone calls you a bigot or they say, stop pushing your beliefs on me, you fascist, you know, we, we, we shut down on those negative words. And for guys like me, they just bounce off. We, we need to stop, you know, we need to stop being influenced by that 8% of the people that are working so hard um, to teach us to be tolerant, if you get the sarcasm and all that. So uh, the, the most important thing for me personally about trying to get God back into government and get you know God back in the conversation is again what I said earlier about going to the moon and everything else that you know it was Jesus that said nothing is impossible you know I'd rather listen to that than to be told what I you know what I can't do or uh, oh my gosh James you know now that we've got a number one bestseller and you know prosperity has come my way um, you know, there's people that think somehow that's not right and that, that all the work I did and money I invested, you know, somehow I should dole that out to other people um, who, who are too lazy to work. And, you know, that, that just isn't right. So, uh, again, you know, th- these, are all, these are all principles. We need to get back into society that it's okay to work hard and to dream big and to succeed and to prosper and then be generous. So, yeah, I guess we're just trying to push this wagon as far as we can. Now, uh, also, uh, we're we're, stock, we're 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 talking today with a fantastic, fantastic author, Robert Backey. He is a prayer full throttle, Amazon's high octane bestseller, and then talking about taking God out of school. Why is it not as easy in today's society to pledge our devotion to God? Fear, fear stops us from everything. Like I said, we're we're so afraid of being called a dirty name, you know. I got, I, I got, okay, I got two really interesting things about how afraid uh, people really are. Um, in 2012, there was a study done called um, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. In fact, you could Google it today. It's called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And the number one regret in that survey, and this was done with hospice patients, people who are about to, you know, leave planet Earth now, they're, they're about to check out. The number one regret of a hospice patient was that they wish they would have lived a life that was true to themselves as opposed to the life someone else had expected of them. We are so afraid of what other people think about what we're doing or what we're saying or what we're planning to do that we will throw our lives away 
instead of being, you know, as opposed to being judged negatively. So whether it's a dream in our life or it's a, a, a you know, a, a political decision that we're making or we decide to talk about God in school, the minute somebody gets negative, I mean, we just collapse. And, and that's just wrong, man. We need to rise up. We need to be strong. We need to be courageous. We need to speak boldly about the things that we believe. And that's, you know, and that's really what makes a person number one in their own life. And let's face it, there's really, there, there's really no government that's going to make America great again. Just ain't going to happen. What will make America great again is when people, like you and me and the people that are listening, when people rise to greatness, that's what makes a nation great. And what, what, at least what Trump can do for us is he can inspire us to think big again and to make us proud to be successful again. Because ultimately, like I said, what, what really will make America great again is when the people of the nation, when they rise to greatness, that will return America to the top of the heap. We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. We have uh, had a uh, interesting conversation here today with Robert Backey about uh, all sorts of different things. And uh, the, the topic we've got right now is taking God out of school. What are, um, what are we teaching our children by accommodating other requests to silence our religious beliefs? Well, again, it gets down to dividing their attention. When, when, when people work together is when they're strongest. It's, it's synergy. It's, it, look at it like a football team. When a football team goes out onto the field and someone stands in the play, okay, it's a play designed to get nine yards, whatever that play is. When they snap the ball, all the players are working collectively to execute that play to achieve the goal of nine yards. And that's the way it should be in our public school system. That's the way it should be with the Christian Foundation, that everybody's working together to achieve that, that common goal. When you start bringing in multiple religion, uh, religions or multiple belief systems into a public school, it's like sending a football team out onto a football field and, 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 and trying to, like, throw five plays at them. You know, you, you think this play is best. I think this play is best. He's going to run that play. You're going to go straight backwards. Nothing is going to get accomplished. And so, again, when you go to Washington, D.C., when you spend five days inside the Beltway, and you really see the foundational principles that built America, we need to get America back a common point, just like we need to get our classrooms, our children going to a common point so they can see the strength of unity and working together to achieve big goals. That's what turns a nation around, not diffusing them with a bunch of different belief systems. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, our official Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our app. Now, um, let, let's, let, we've got one more topic here with Robert before we let him go, and that is uh, we've been talking about religion. We've also been talking about politics. Let's talk about religion in politics. Um, how is the relationship between religion and politics viewed? Well, it's viewed now like they're supposed to be separate, mutually exclusive. And as we said earlier, that was never the way it was intended. In fact, not only were about half the founding fathers seminary graduates, but when they 
you know, when they wrote the, our, our founding documents, and, you know, the big three specifically, our big three founding documents are not only 60% Bible scripture, but the founding fathers brought in nine different preachers to help them get their Bible scriptures correct when they founded our founding documents. So to say that we're supposed to now separate, um, you know, religion from politics is basically uh, insanity, and it was a twist of a letter uh, that was written by Thomas Jefferson back in 1802 when he talked about a wall of separation. The reality of it is we, we need to get uh, our church pastors talking politics from their pulpits again. I know they're going to take a lot of flack, and as we mentioned a few minutes ago, the reason they don't do it now is that the United States government says that if you do something like endorse a political candidate, we will remove your 501c3 nonprofit status. And that means immediately that church's churchgoers cannot deduct their giving, so they'll all leave and go find another church, and then that pastor will, will go broke. And so one of the things that I'm, I'm banging away with Donald Trump on here is that Trump is well aware of that. He's got a faith commission put together, and uh, when he wins this election, I'm going to believe he is, uh, he, he's going to work to change that so that pastors can now talk about which uh, political party's platform is most in line uh, with, with Bible scriptures, and, and uh, that might rub on people for a little bit, but when they see what that looks like, they'll say, wow, I didn't know that. Now I'm really, now I'm on board. So that's where we're headed with that. We've got a, a great guest with us today. Before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online, pick up the book, all that stuff? Well, I tell you what, you can go to robertbakke.com, B-A-K-K-E, robertbakke.com. There's a lot of good information there. You can pick up a signed copy of the book, Prayer, at Full Throttle. Don't let it scare you. It's not about... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.